0: Welcome to the Dribble Podcast, your weekly fix of all things Perth Wildcats and Aussie basketball, presented by Perth Now. Hello and welcome to the Dribble Podcast, your weekly insight into the NBL's sole unbeaten team in the Perth Wildcats. My name's Chris Robinson from Perth Now in the West, and joining me every single week three-time NBL champ and Wildcats Vice-Captain Greg. How are you, Greg? Higher?
1: Uh, I'm not too bad on my predictions. I was split-split. So The crystal ball predictions, uh, yes. yep. So, uh, a bit devastated but quick turnaround. Off to Brisbane tomorrow, so uh, enough time to do a podcast. Important things in life. Just so
0: got to squeeze it in, get the priorities
1: exactly. right. We've got to get an update
0: off the top. Last week, you really threw Tom Jervis Man. in it. He lost his wedding ring. Well, he threw himself in it by losing his wedding <laughs> exactly. ring, let's be honest. Um, give us an update. One, as you found it. Two, how annoyed was he with you and three did his wife Jazzy find out by listening to the podcast
1: yeah well he's been sleeping on the couch for the last week so uh, their marriage isn't (laughs) tattered. no no they're right. he uh, I basically asked him straight away as soon as I said oh I'm just letting you know I did throw you on the bus so you've got maybe 45 minutes until the show gets released to your wife finds out Um, so but he was straight to the arena um, but the the ring was actually put on a staff member's Desk, so he actually didn't have to do too much work anyway, so it was okay. Um, but uh, yeah, didn't didn't throw him on the bus too hard. Okay, so, all good. That's good. And um, and what was the jazzy feedback like? <laughs> Oh, she just knows he's an idiot. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's no surprises there. Um, <laughs> it's like, she just was surprised it hasn't been lost sooner. So, it's all good. I mean, with Tommy, he just, he ruins a lot of things, not even in, in his, like, life with his relation, He just needs to, he have to buy us some perfume or do that sort yeah. of stuff. So, unfortunately, his bank account takes a hit. Yeah. Um, I obviously don't have to pay anything, so it's all good on my on my behalf, um, and I get to bring lovely stories to to the show every week. So I, I suggest Tom keeps doing yeah, idiotic yeah. things. Yeah, it's great fodder for the podcast. <laughs> Keep it going, Tommy. Um, it was his hundredth Wildcats game yeah. on
0: uh, on the weekend, and you guys came up with a big win over Brisbane, of course, his former team, um, to hold those guys to seventy three. a they've got some pretty. Nice offensive parts. A uh, lot of guys with national team representation sure. to keep that team to seventy three. Was that the most pleasing thing from Saturday? Yeah,
1: for sure. I think you know people underestimating Brisbane. I think just because they've got uh, you know they had back to back wooden spoons, but I mean they got a pretty big win in New Zealand. Obviously to have a bad performance up in Cairns, but there's no denying the talent they've got. And Jason is an offensive um, juggernaut at times, and mm-hmm. Cam Glynn has shown he can fill up the score sheet too. And I mean, Cam Bear stuff, he's obviously still trying to play himself back into form, being away for two years. But there's some quality guys out there. So for us, I mean, we were watching some footage this morning and, uh, yeah, our activity off the ball was really good. Um, The only one thing that was glaring was we just sort of gave him hope, second chance opportunities. You know, Vicona is an absolute beast um, down low and getting those rebounds. You you can't give a team like that because – um, you know, obviously, being at home, we feel comfortable and we get up and about. But in the road, if you give those teams a little bit of a sniff, the crowd um, gets yeah, going. exactly yep. right, and a little bit of hope. So you've got to really snuff it out. And for us, yeah, exactly right. Just a little bit holding them just over seventy points is definitely pleasing. But I think we gave them an extra twelve possessions, and that can hurt you in the long run. And um, yeah, really positive signs. But if we can just consolidate a whole play and grab that board, yeah, we will be really, really good. I want to ask you about a play from
0: early in the game. Alonzo
1: G, who's yeah.
0: Brisbane's... Well, effectively, their star, important guy with a lot of NBA yeah. experience, uh, mainly with Cleveland. Um, them coming into Perth Arena, or RSC Arena, I should say, trying to, to fire the yeah. first shot. He gets uh, a steal from a, a, a Nick K pass. Bryce goes flying past him. He's under the ring. He's by himself. Yeah. He's got an absolute chippy, and he yeah. misses it. What... If that happened on your team, what kind of... How do you sort of deal with that? Do you just completely let that go and just say you're right. making that 999
1: times out of 1,000? Do you yeah. address it? How do you sort of go with it? I think you've got to flush it. And as a as a player, I mean, you can only help but think. I mean, every single time you're on the court, once you get off and you're on the, the bench, you have a little moment there where you're thinking, oh, was there moments in the game where you could have done something differently? And that's a big one. Huge. If, that, um, if
0: one of our guys at Social Basketball oh. did that... We'd be copying it for weeks, and that's at social level.
1: Well, if everyone remembers the la- one of the last possessions again where Jesse stuff grabbed the ball, tried to look like Magic Johnson <laughs> down the court and then the ball just flew up in the air and they got a charge. Like So we've been... I do remember that. He had a smile on his face Exactly. And it's one of those things like after the game as soon as we're done you're like letting him know like what were you doing? <laughs> like, And then we've shown it on footage like the last two days as well. Okay. We, uh, Adam Ford um, is not only just a very knowledgeable and great assistant coach he's one of the best meme creators and uh, video editors editors in the world, so he okay. sort of likes to put in some edits as well, like he got some sniping and stuff like that. So, But in the, in the context of the game, I really felt like it summed up G's night, because he had a pretty pretty big, tough encounter, and yeah, you've just got to really flush it. I mean, yeah, I mean, can't really say, hey, make it lay up. Like, <laughs> that's for quite obvious, but you've just got to go, okay, that's one of those rare things that, I mean, how often does it really happen? Mm on the other hand I love that the guys didn't give up on the play because I literally thought oh, here's two points and set them up and we yeah, gave ourselves a possession and it was a bit of momentum soon because the crowd got into it and we sort of I think we might have scored off that next possession mm-hmm. but um, yeah a bit of a weird one, for Yeah, sure.
0: it was just a tough one for them but as an opposition team coming in RSC you've got got to oh, sure. punch the Wildcats know, in the mouth exactly early and if right. you do that sort of stuff, no doubt. you guys, the crowd just feasts on it. What kind of response are you expecting from them in Brisbane on Thursday? They're a proud bunch of guys,
1: uh, as I say a lot of national team sure. experience there. What, yeah, what are you expecting them to adjust? Well, I think you saw it from the second half. They obviously tried to uh, junk it up on the defensive end, just throw a multitude of different defensive schemes, whether that was a press in the backcourt into a zone or a zone into a matchup up um, after three passes or whatever it may be. They, they just wanted to mix it up. But the thing I think we saw in the second half was they just got a little bit more physical um, to try and get off our stuff. I mean, they've already spoken about it. One, they've been challenged by Adam Gibson, who, um, you know, I'm not sure if he's the current captain, former captain of the team. And um, when you're only challenged by a teammate, you've got two ways to respond. You can either, you know, back up and, and you know, po- respond in a positive manner and get challenged, or you can sort of just keep... I mean, feel sorry for yourself, and I know they're not going to do that. And as I said, I think you have Mika and Gibbo, two very proud vets. They've played a hell of a lot of NBL games. If you're getting challenged for um, not playing tough and not playing physical, yeah, we're expecting them to, to come out firing and, um, yeah, obviously try and get us out of our stuff. And obviously, Bryce was. Fantastic in the first quarter and sort of um, unleashed a little bit. Um, so for us, um, it's going to be quite important for spacing, I and mean, that's what was, has been good all throughout the season so far. As is- He's been, you know, quite spectacular at times, but allowing other guys to score as well. And we've got to make sure that we give him opportunities and, and space, but can't rely on him too much because the last thing you want to do is just keep giving him the ball and say, you know, it's feast of famine. We've got to really sort of respond to that matter and make sure we stay spaced.
0: And then a double header for you guys this mm-hmm. weekend. Quick turn Thursday, as I said, and then back home for Saturday. Um, and a game that means a lot, the pink game sure. against Melbourne, uh, raising money and awareness for breast cancer care. WA, of course, Trevor Gleason, your coach, mm. um, and his wife Dawn having fought and beaten cancer a yep. couple of times now. What, what kind of meaning does this have? We saw this was quite an emotional game for yeah. you guys last year. What kind of meaning does this game have on Saturday? Yeah,
1: it's tough. I, w- I wish, to be honest, I mean, I'm not yeah, scheduling, I wish we, this would have just been a standalone game because there's a little bit of, yeah, there's, there is definitely some um, feeling behind it, um, more so for Trevor, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, he, sp- he speaks very proudly in front of the group Um, you know and about the importance of you know ladies and even men to getting you know breast screenings and and all that sort of stuff but I think the resilience that obviously Dawn has shown and the support that um, Breast Cancer WA have given her and her family and and her network I think for Trev to really get something that's For me, now I look at the start of the season, there's a few games you always highlight. You know, I love rivalry, I mean, sort of heritage round and all that sort of stuff and love, you know, obviously going up against a a former champions and so against Melbourne. But, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, the breast cancer game would have been sort of nice to just have that sort of just a a grand stature of just one um, game because I think it really needs the attention and the awareness around it to... You know we get an absolutely fantastic support from the fans and, and donning red um, and for one game they don pink and it's pretty cool to sort of see and um, you can only help but sort of you know, at the end of the game um, obviously we, we got the win last year and it was sort of just nice to sort of acknowledge that for Trev because I know it's a, a pretty emotional week for him and he does an incredible job of staying focused I mean it's tough I mean I've I've done stuff where I did mental health round last week or sorry the, the campaign and awareness sort of stuff through the shoes and you sort of want to stay in the moment and you know there's a, a bigger picture and Trev does an absolutely incredible job of just staying. Uh, focus on the job and, and making sure we're taken care of but I, I know for a, as a group you want to um, stand up proud for him and do something that you know he can be proud of as well
0: yeah lead by example how um, Jerry Kenny's obviously departed he was yep. the guy who you nominated looked best in pink last year or, yeah, or enjoyed yep. himself most for in pink for sure who's stepping into his shoes who do you think will take that sort of baton yeah as the, uh,
1: the pink sort of worst, the worst will be Tom okay um, look I, I don't think Bryce does anything bad in life um, if you haven't seen it, he's... He doesn't he's, swim that well? He doesn't nah, like I the water? I reckon he's already learned how to swim. Okay, like, if right. you ever seen his acting? Uh, he's on social media. He's got little... In, yeah, I like saw like, like a game he did yeah, where he sort of sinks a shop from the fair line and starts he, talking about something. He is... Yeah. Oh, I don't know if there's anything else I reckon mm. pink. But on that, obviously, we're donning the, the pink uniforms. Um, guys will be wearing pink shoes as well. Um, so, we're getting that done. We've been able to... Uh, with quite difficulty but to, to get um, the support of that and to th- those are why should be also be uh, auctioned off post game as well as well as the uh, the jerseys sold those proceeds we go to breast cancer WA and that's huge I think it'd be nice to sort of have that touch as well mm. if we can add something new every year but yeah um, yeah, my, my MVP and pink is Bryce. You can't do anything. MVP Bryce, sure. of everything. <laughs> exactly. um, so, light. yeah,
0: to the, to the Wildcats fans, get down there, wear pink, support the cause. It's for obviously sure. a, a very important movement. Um, United as a team, you yep. mentioned they are the champs. Uh, they're still, I think, the equal title favourites at the moment. What have you made of them early in the season? They've got a couple of new pieces. DJ Kennedy coming in to replace uh, Casey Praver. Yeah. But still got your old favourites in Casper Ware, uh, Chris Golding's obviously there, Josh Boone.
1: Um, I think the biggest one's Dave Barlow. Dave Barlow is balling been, out. been, um, I guess, revitalised yeah, in the way. I mean, yeah. he's 35 one years old. One of the old oldest and, guys in the league. And he's been just, I guess if you look at it, a glue guy, but even a better than a glue guy. You know, he hit a tough three at the end of the game to seal it against Adelaide and he's just been making great plays. and. Um, you know, he's an ex- extremely strong down low. I mean, there's some. sometimes you see some guys think, oh, I've got a mismatch here, and, um, you know, he doesn't back down. So he's been pretty good, and obviously with Ty Wesley vacating that four spot, they need to do something, and I think he's done a phenomenal job so far. And, yeah, I think they're still sort of – I mean, that's the thing. There's been roster overhauls all across the league, so I guess they're still f- figuring stuff out, you know, bringing Mitch McCarron in, who – You know, it's funny, I sort of look at, okay, what have guys done from, you know, last year, obviously everyone was like, you know, he might have been in top 10 MVP, and you're thinking he's done, you know, a really good year. And then you think, oh, he's been quiet this year but his numbers are just the same or even better and you sort of yeah. like laugh at that it just shows how efficient they are yep. um, yeah they're potent I mean last week they obviously didn't score that efficiently against Adelaide but you know they've got Golding can go nuts Casper can go nuts and the guys that with their ego they love playing at the arena because if they hit 1-3 they turn into the crowd and make Chris, them... Chris Golding's always loved playing <laughs> exactly at right death. so and DJ Kennedy I think in the first quarter against Adelaide showed why he why they recruited him and why you know he, he, he will be a dangerous player and the, later, the latter part of the season, but yeah, always good battle against Melbourne. Obviously, it'll be a tough challenge. Backing up from Thursday with a nice little five-hour flight, hopefully in a good leg room, um, and then uh, yeah, go up and face midday in, in against Melbourne. So quick turnaround, um, but yeah, we'll be we'll be all ready for it. Yeah, mouthwatering clash on Saturday
0: <laughs> for sure. Um, one of the other title threats is Sydney. You yes, wanted to touch on them. Obviously, Andrew Bogut coming into for the sure. league, a massive storyline of the league so far this season. They dropped their first two games before yeah. getting a really important win in New Zealand on Sunday. What have you made of them, Greg? Obviously, teams like that, they take time to yeah. gel, they've got a few new pieces, yeah, um, a like, lot of egos trying to find their way. What have you made of them so far?
1: Yeah, we sort of touched on it, and it's funny, though, like, I guess because of the lineup that they've recruited and built, and there's been, on paper, as the best team ever. Um, you obviously got a lot of expectations upon the group, right? Nothing within in-house, but... It's funny to hear, like, even when they lost one and lost two, it was like, gazes on the chopping block, imports are on the chopping block. You know, is this season a failure? Like, I sort of laugh and I take it back to a couple of years ago where we were sitting dead last um, and then obviously made a roster change and was able to win a championship. Like, the season is re- relatively long. Mm-hmm. Like, they had only played one game and there was already, you know, question marks. And I'm sure there always will be with that lineup. When you recruit a guy like, Boger into the league, who is a bona fide superstar, maybe the best to play in this in this league by Andrew Gaze. But you know, when you've got that, yeah, you've got those expectations. But yeah, it's funny. I think it's you know they obviously showed against New Zealand they can be very tough, and against Adelaide it's tough to win there. So it's it's, it's challenging games. Defensively they've been poor in those first two games. I mean they can admit that, and it will come along. And that's where. I mean, I would love to play Sydney for for first couple of weeks because that's where teams are starting to get their schemes in. they're starting to figure things out midway through a season is when they'll be dangerous. Like, I mean, they've just brought in a whole new roster again and they've still got to figure out their identity. Um, and Bogut's, a, you know, that's the thing. I think he is like, To me, I'm surprised they're actually not feeding the ball to him or on the post. I mean, he's so. You look at the few times he gets the ball high post or low post. He's got fantastic touch for a big size. He's
0: so smart, isn't he? Yeah. He's such a good passer, and more importantly, he makes the right Exactly
1: right. And um, I mean, I'm, I'm stoked that we've got our big fellas, but you can only, like, sort of admire the way he does, you know, how screens, guys. He just sort of in a way and it it is surprising because I thought yeah he's going to try and dominate this league he's sort of still playing the same role he did with the Warriors like get Mm -hmm. get his shooters open Mm -hmm. um be uh, I guess the commander and and the defensive end you know rim protector um yeah, and just sort of get, yeah, more of a facilitator than a guy like that. But he can still show he's capable of scoring in bunches. And, yeah, I mean, he's, I think he had 16 and 10, four assists, like for a big five assist for a big fella, and he had a pretty nice... Um, behind the back sort of move yeah, that yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you don't expect from a seven footer so it's, it's lucky that we've got him in the league but yeah I think Sydney will be, will be good for sure
0: and people forget as as good as he is and as experienced as he is he still needs to take time to adjust to this league of course the kind of calls you get I mean he made a comment before that New Zealand came <laughs> yeah. that uh, someone asked him what have you learned of he course. said I, I think I need to plot more yeah. so he's sort of learning about the way it's yeah. officiated the way it's played so it's going to take a bit of time it's, it's going to be
1: interesting because he is such a big marketing yes. name and it's pretty much he is the league in the way they've valued it I mean he owns part of Sydney we've always been saying it'd be interesting to see how the referees um, do call it but even the way the media and sort of handles it because he's such a big personality you don't want to subdue that, but as well as like, if I criticise the referee, what happens? Like, I'm definitely getting a fine. Yeah. But, but it's bogus. So, you're not flying. <laughs> he him. can probably afford it. <laughs> yes, a that's true. More than you as that's, well, true that's true. That's um, true.
0: One of his outspoken comments. I wanted to ask you about this uh, on Twitter. I think it was yesterday. Um, Talking about music and the entertainment during NBL games. So obviously the NBA, I think we can accept us, the entertainment and the product is better than anyone does in the world. Andrew Brogert saying on Twitter, quote, I just wish music would stop being played every possession nonstop. Call me a traditionalist, but if I wanted a nightclub scene, I wouldn't go to a basketball game. Do you guys have thoughts on this as players? Greg, I mean, Perth? again RAC arena seems to have a pretty good mix yeah. of um, having the brass band there yeah, and yeah. sort of defence chance and stuff do you guys sort of take notice when you play in opposition
1: <sighs> arenas or do, I think do you, get, you have thoughts on it yeah I think um, you can only really notice it when you're watching the game at home because okay. like during the game I don't really notice it Like, and actually and I sometimes there's some things in, from a traditionist like uh, if I'm on the, the during the game in a fourth quarter like, the same song gets played on and I love it because like, that's something I did when like, I played a challenge stadium sort of days. So, like, that sort of stuff, like, you get these, like, really symbolic, um, you know, forms of entertainment during the game that, like, I sort of, once it happens, I'm like, yeah, this is playing for the Wildcats. So, Are you talking about that James Brown
0: song yeah, that gets played like, sort yes, of down the street? I love it. Games, I, I'm yeah. weird, like, but that's it's a me. Track. Yeah, it's a track. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: like, that's, but, like, some of those sort of stuff, even when, you know, when the game's pretty much, um, yeah, you know, you've won, and you had the old, you know, uh, voodoo dance. But then you've got the same songs, even like the you know, West Australia song, like at the end. Like I love that sort of stuff, but I haven't actually really noticed around playing even at away venues whilst I'm playing, like going like turn the music off. And I'm pretty sure maybe Bo might have alluded to that on his sort of his little ranch, sort of said. I only noticed that when I was watching the game on yeah, TV yeah, and yeah. sort of stuff like that. But um, to be honest, I've noticed commentators saying the most silly stuff more than um, <laughs> music so that's what I would sort of take care of Yeah, okay. I'm not going to get any good props from them this week but <laughs> um, yeah I, to be honest I haven't really noticed it but yeah each your Okay. No names, name. No. Um, sticking with the TV theme, the
0: backdoor cut section this week. Mm. Uh, you were on the telethon panel yes. with your good friend and Wildcats captain Damien Martin. Yep. Damien Martin got convinced to doing the uh, the floss dance yes. that all the kids are so good at doing. <laughs> How would you rate Damo's floss attempt? Debacle.
1: Adju- Bryce would have been amazing. Bryce is good at it. Yeah, okay, yeah, of course. As we've established it, yeah. Yeah. Bryce. Can no, do Damo. It. I mean, we even discussed it. Uh, we have a little bit of a group chat. Reese Vague actually loves it. I've Okay. I think he's even got his own little gif on Wildcats uh, from doing it. That gif has that gif of Reese Bri- of, uh, doing the floss dance it's like has a been your best gif, your yeah. media manager was telling me. He, Shout out well, to Wade. Wade said it was like 1.5 million yeah, yeah. views. I mean, that just shows what, what flossing has done in, in the world. But And there's a bit of love for Reese Vegas, well, Exactly right. Mean, yeah, yeah now yeah. he's a little bit of a cult figure, yeah. as he says. Yeah. Um, but no, <laughs> look. Damo was horrible. Like, arm um, move. I mean, I'm, I wouldn't Arms be much better. a little but, floppy, if yeah, honest, yeah, I think. Yeah. Um, and which is surprising, because, you know, you're on Telephone, big moment um, in front of that crowd. Um, you thought you would have been a little bit more rigid and and like nervous, like yeah. maybe stiff, and he was like he was loose. loose. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah, it was. But also we expect big things because his cousin is his cousin, the Blue Wiggle, the blue wiggle. Anthony, So we expect yeah. he's got those
0: sort of yeah, no, nah.
1: yeah, he's nah like that. And I and I said that as well on a tweet. Like uh, glad he could play defense and hit some threes because yeah dancing is not his forte if anyone's been to the Wildcats ball he's shocking <laughs> like that basically i mean he's been injured about seven years in a row so he always wears like a, a foot brace or whatever but there yeah. w- there was the year at the Wildcats ball where he got up on the
0: table and the and table collapsed snapped.
1: yeah <laughs> that's this, this it part too. of the act this wasn't just he tried know, to crowd, he tried to get kind of out of, of it yeah he wasn't yeah. it wasn't supposed to break underneath him. yeah but, start off season a bit too fast yeah. yeah everyone sort of held their collective breath in
0: the, uh, in the room uh, we'll get to a couple of fan questions this one from Jackie J will Greg yeah. be coming up with a new extravagant handshake yeah. manoeuvre during player intros like with Casey Prather and JP Tokido in past years mm. thoughts
1: yeah, I've definitely it just thought about it. it. For a second? Yeah, because I think I might uh, allow the team to embrace it okay. collectively. So okay. maybe find different individuals um, each week, even and if they can, the crowd can play Spotto to see who I go with. Because yeah, Tariqo's there. He's a bit quiet. Um, I want to make sure he focuses on the game. Yep. So like those. And he doesn't really seem your extravagant yeah, handshake yeah, kind nah, of guy. No, nah. JP and um, Casey. Yeah, they they were quite. Um, loose, you know, bit about me so you know they, it was easy to sort of say that because like yeah of course I love that you know the chance to get some more photos some footy, footage uh, Tariko nah he's, he's he's all about business that fella so yeah so look for some other guys me and Marisi might try and get a few because I know he's all about it too so yep. he needs anything to try he and can just floss as yeah, he's exactly out. right there you Pretty go so it. yeah maybe do that but I reckon Troy would have a word to us and say <laughs> pull your head in the game as, that's a point as a CEO stop doing that Um, my own question about in, or just before intros,
0: when you guys are shooting around the floor, yeah. do you have to get your last shot in or do you have to be the last guy to yes. shoot? Is there what, what is yes, yeah. both?
1: Uh, well, I need You just to, need to get your last shot in. No, 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 I need to be the last shooter. Okay. Yeah, and lock like a left hand. I try generally get a dunk, like just a that's what I've been doing, and it's a, sort of a, <laughs> a, a confidence boost. Like, if I can dunk it, like, easy, I'm like, yep, feel good, feeling okay. good. But yep. when I've torn curls, like, I was like, oh, yeah, this is a struggle. So, mm-hmm. but I've I've been doing it. And sometimes, and players, you're surprised at what players pick up. Like, and then coaches. So, like, there's little things. A lot of people have their own little, like, even if you see the free-for-a line with, uh, you know, everyone shoots and then guys get dunks or whatever. Like, Bryce is usually the last one. But you get guys have, just have their own little things. And, um Yeah, so that's my sort of thing. Like, I need to get dunked. I remember one time before a final, I sort of was in my own head, but I didn't dunk it. And then I literally, like a development player, like yelled off the corner, like, you got to dunk it. And I was like, oh, yeah, just quickly do that. And then last week, I generally shoot, like, whilst everyone is in the change rooms, uh, it's before, way before, shoot, like, one or three from each spot. But then my last shot is, like, I try and bounce the ball in. And I think maybe in... 60 games I've made it once twice okay. Yeah, that's dumb. and uh, even last week uh, Matt Nelson was like mate you haven't done your last shot and I was like yeah I did and he's like no you haven't bounced in and I was like okay so it's it's sort of uh, yeah it's unique that these guys pick it up, but I guess when they spend so much time with you, they sort of yeah, they understand your quirkiness. But mm-hmm. that's my thing, yeah, a little little lefty. But I've got to make sure. And it bugs me when some guys like keep shooting, or like they try. Like there's been a few times a guy tries to take a shot again. I'm like mate, and because I, I don't want to say I'm doing this, so yeah, there's another one. If you <laughs> pick up between me and Jesse as well, like yeah, there's a few. If, I reckon that could be the next one. What? Okay, they, we'll,
0: we'll leave that to next week. See if the fans yeah. can pick up on Saturday. There's a what couple. it is that and you also, do yeah, with yeah or and Jesse. Nay.
1: But there's yeah, Jesse and myself do one. I was going to suggest if you
0: put up the last shot and then someone else tries to shoot, you can do what they do in the NBA where there's a foul the chem- and someone shoots a the three anyway gun, and the
1: guy just <laughs> yeah. jumps up and just swipes it, just goaltends it from the rim. We've been talking, because there was a few times, uh, we're watched- obviously watching the NBA upstairs now and uh, there's been a few times it happens and it's ridiculous like a guy shoots another three and an NBA athlete go- runs from like court to court and grabs goal-tender. it out of yeah. the air and Nelly's like, you should do that and I was like <laughs> <laughs> I don't reckon if someone said, hey Greg I'm okay. shooting it, I'm going to give you five Seconds of awareness knowledge will you do it? Because I still would not and I'll just look like an idiot, like I was swiping the air. So. Just, five
0: seconds, just I'll grab the good. broom from the floor sweeper <laughs> exactly and just try right, and bat exactly it away.
1: Right. Um, and the other
0: fan question from James Valeria: It felt like there was a decent delay in Greg's re-signing over the off-season. Were there any issues other than simple dollar negotiations? That's a bit of a personal oh, question, but. Um, mate, James
1: is negative. Last week he said. <laughs> If we're he asked not, about the imports last a, week. Yeah, yeah. like, yeah. give us a break. No, there was no no <laughs> delays. Um, Just taking their time. Yeah, look, it, I mean, from a... And I can I'll talk personally about it. I mean, there was an, an agreement for some time, but um, obviously there was a discussion. Where we're bringing three imports in, we're bringing Tommy in, like all this sort of stuff. So um, yeah, to how we're going to fit that in and salary cap and all that sort of stuff. I mean, I've been on the same salary for a while now, so I'm, <laughs> I'm part of the furniture of the club. So um, yeah, no, nah, look, there was no delay, and I had an agreement. Like I had that discussion. Um, from a long time ago and was training till whatever time, and and as well to getting it lodged, like it's up to the NBL. To give you another sort of agreements each contract is reviewed by a player, like a a panel of coaches or former players, coaches, whatever, with a valued amount, because obviously there's a salary cap, and to stop teams from, okay, like say, hey, I'm gonna sign Tom Jervis for $40,000, and then his wife gets paid $150,000, like all this sort of stuff. There's an actual review of okay, you're gonna, you know, um, get valued at, so that. No one cheats the salary cap, and yep. there's everything's uh, you know above board, and so yeah, that's the same process with the NBL. So they will yeah they will review players' contracts and all that. So yeah, there, there may be a delay, but nah, no no delays. And even let's give a little bit of crap to Wade. I mean, if he's being a bit slack on the social media front, you know, I just <laughs> not want to announce it till a later part of the day. So Wade yeah. Wade did oh, you get married in the off season and go away, so he was away for a while. Mate, I had this discussion with Wade. Well, people think Wade doesn't have it a, has a time off, like you know because James. I had this discussion he said we should promote the SBL and I said give Wade a break he needs some time off works pretty hard during the season yeah there's a bit going on exactly right
0: Um, Crystal Ball time before we get out
1: of here we did pretty well last
0: week I know how how many threes did Bryce hit Bryce hit two yeah okay you said two guys would hit four, four. threes. Damien Martin it was, was probably not one of the two guys no. that you thought. No. But he hit four for six. I know. He almost had five. One of them got disallowed. Yep. yep. After a foul, from memory. Yep. Um, so you were close, but you also said Illawarra would get a win over Cairns, which was yes. a good bounce-back win there for you the go. Hawks. You're welcome. Um, Missing a couple of guys. I said Sydney would be 0-2, which they were, but then they got a good win over yep. New Zealand and New Zealand, as we mentioned. Um, this week, I think you guys will take care of Brisbane. I'm calling for a bit of overtime in your game on oh, Saturday. Oh, say a mate. What are you I doing? Think you're... You're nah, nah. <laughs> I, th- I think you're... I think Melbourne's going to be right there with you. Yep. Um, I'm calling for an extra period. They've already played four against the yep. Hawks earlier yep. in the season. I just got a feeling this one's going to be an instant classic, so I'm calling for a, a bit of my what one got?
1: is going to be Nick Kaye to continue. I reckon he's going to get another two double-doubles this weekend. He has been unbelievable so far. It's... Uh... Yeah, it's actually surprised. He's awesome gone under mar- the radar, hasn't he? Absolutely. So the first game, I think he was sixteen and eight or something like that. But yeah, and then just gets a couple of double doubles. So I think he'll keep up his impeccable form. He is getting rebounds galore and just battling. He's he is yeah very very
0: good every single chance of doing that. We'll get out of here, mate. Best of luck against Brisbane and then Melbourne on Saturday. Appreciate it, mate. And to our listeners, stay tuned to Perth Now in the West. We'll chat to you next time. The Dribble Podcast is brought to you by Perth Now, your home of sporting action from home and abroad.